See, those, those types of podcasts, I don't mind. I'll talk about this on the show. Yeah. All right. 5.30. All right. Ready when you are. All right. Hello and welcome to Thinking Religion. I'm Thomas Whitley. I'm Sam Harrelson. So this is our uh, year in review. So this um, is the new year to quote uh, Death Cab for Cutie, Thomas. Yeah. Oh, I should have done Okay. Yeah. And I job. don't feel anything at all. Um, it's actually 2016 already, but we're going to review last year. Right. So this is kind of an odd thing, right? You think about year review things. When do you do them? Right. Do you do it right at the end of the year? If you do it like early, mid-December, what might you have missed? Like Ben Carson wait, collapsing. If you wait till the, right, like five of his top staffers resigning basically on <laughs> one day. Um, right. If you wait till the new year, is it like too late to do a year in review thing? I don't know. Yeah, like people are over it. You know, it's like talking about Thanksgiving on December 1st. Right, and now they're like, okay, no, we want to see like looking ahead type stuff. Right, right. So, you know, most blogs and podcasts and and these new media things, um, you know, they'll spend a couple of days in mid-December pulling all that together and and then put it out there and auto-publish it towards the, you know, last week when everyone's at home. But, you know, we're, it's Saturday, January the 2nd, actually, not to let the cat out of the bag and this will probably go out over the weekend and people are going back to work on monday at least here in the united states so i think you know there's we're, we're at that precious point so i don't know but a show like this i think we can go back and, and look at some of the highlights that happened this year um both for well, our show how, and, and like, in general yeah and one for me when i'm like with family and friends over the holidays i i don't have near as much time to read or listen to things as i normally do Right, so right. it would seem to make sense, like, oh, people aren't working, you want to get it out now, but um, you're kind of out of your routine and everything, and so, like, I've, there's a ton of things that are kind of backlogged for me right now after being gone for so long that I need to get to to read and listen to. So, you yeah. know, yeah, so maybe it's good to not drop it during that time. Well, and, and also, I think uh, a show like ours, I mean, people don't listen to it for breaking news or, or the latest tech news. You know, this isn't a, a daily rundown of, of this week in tech type stuff. So when we do like a, a year in review type show, it's not, you know, oh, remember back in March when Google announced its new uh, Pixel C tablet? You know, it's, it's right. yeah, we, we, we're more thematic. And people listen to it for us. They don't, they're, you know, they don't really, really care about Donald Trump. They want to hear our banter. <laughs> That's what we keep telling ourselves anyway. It's a, com- well, and, and we're breaking the number one rule. I actually had someone write in about this and I didn't read this email to you because it was, it was kind of a nasty email. It was an anonymous email. Um, I mean, not anonymous. Uh, the person's name was on there, but I've, I don't know them. I don't think you know them. Uh, and they're they're not in the academic or marketing world. So, yeah. Sorry. So they don't count, I guess. <laughs> right. uh, I checked their papers. I looked them up on LinkedIn. <laughs> so if uh, – and what that person said was uh, we, we break the fourth wall too much and we talk about – the audience and we let people know that we know that they're listening and it was a he his whole point is that he doesn't want us to know that he's listening and he likes it when we have a conversation that doesn't include him so it's and so he so he emailed reasons. you to tell you that yeah and it was like a long kind of not <laughs> right, nice let's, email. Let's, think about, let's think about that from a meta perspective for a second right <laughs> it was like here's what's wrong with your show can you do it differently please right 
and keep him and you have to keep him to do what he wants you to do you have to keep him in mind because you have to think this one listener is listening and doesn't want us to talk about how we know listeners are listening it, but it's the same thing <laughs> it's the reason why we switched to 25 minutes or whatever you know right. it's, it's people saying oh it's too long you know what it's not too long and i i don't know we'll talk about that later but i'm just i'm not a big fan of of having some out of, some kind of con i don't know constricted uh Right, serial wannabe type show. Right, and that's never what we've tried to be. Um, and, and, and at it, the end it's of the a day, hell right? a lot more work to edit this, yeah. and and uh, to to get the stuff together takes more work. <laughs> you know, so when I'm thinking about okay, what can we talk about this week? And I know you do the same thing. It's oh well, we can't really get into guns and Jesus because that's going to take an hour and. Right. You know, we can do a three-part show on that, but who wants to listen to a three-part show? Like, let's just take an hour and a half and go through it and knock it out. Yeah, I think then we can split it up into three parts. <laughs> I, I blogged about this last night because I, I was, yeah, I saw it. <laughs> I was hoping you did. I was uh, up late working and, and came across my screen. And I was like, yes, that's a, it. Was a post about 2015 being the the revival of of long form, whether it's books because books are evidently getting longer now. Or podcast, and they went into Dan Savage, not Dan Savage, um, Michael Savage, no, some Savage. Uh, he's a podcaster. He talks about history stuff, and I've listened to his uh, his podcast before. It's it's wonderful, but it's just him for twenty four hours talking about World War One, uh, and yeah. he also does one on like Attila the Hun, and and it's it's fantastic, um, and it's not for everybody, but that's the thing, and that's the wonderful thing about podcasting. So, you know. When I'm designing a website and someone's like, oh, I don't like the way that, that green looks on that uh, sidebar, I'm like, I, I don't care. Like, you've hired me to do a job. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it the right way. And we, you know, your expectations of what a certain color should be isn't necessarily what your company needs, right? Um, I don't know. I'm feisty. It's the new year. I'll shut up now. No, that was great. That was great. Yeah. What I was thinking too, like at the end of the day, like we're not, nobody's hired us to do this show, right? So like we only do it because we want to do it and we enjoy, we're talking about all this stuff anyway. So, And that's what I was trying to tell that guy. And I wrote him back a nice letter. I said, you know, thank you for your input and glad you listen. I hope you keep listening. The show evolves, you know, like everything else. It's, it's going to change. You know, will we not drop the fourth wall? No, I can't tell you that. And uh, we like talking about the show, and we like talking about what that means because we've been doing it, you know, technically for what four years now. Yeah. So, and it, it's it's never really stayed with one format over the other. Right. Well, that's like the conversation we we're having before we hit record on this one was tech stuff, right? And kind of changing up um, our tech practices and where we do notations and like all this type of stuff, and you know, how you turn your email and things like that, is that what tends to happen is people get stuck in a rut of just doing the same thing because it's comfortable, whether it, you know, works the best or not. And I think one of the great things about this show is that, like, we're both open to, oh, let's try a shorter format. Let's try a longer format. Let's try something more thematic. Let's try newsy type stuff. Let's basically do whatever we want to do. Um, but trying not to just get stuck in, Here's our format. We got to do segment A, segment B, right? And got to have witty segues, which we're getting better at, right? But our regular listeners will know that segues are not our forte. Um, 
Right. So, you know, I, I think that's, I think it's good to kind of constantly reevaluate. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's it. It's, we're doing this for us, not necessarily for money. Um, not for money. <laughs> <laughs> not at all for yeah. money. This is a hobby. Let's be clear. Um, and, and we don't solicit, I mean, yeah, please go to thinking.fm slash donate if you like what we do and you want to support us and help pay for the ever increasing bandwidth. Um, because it's not a 501c3. But, you know, we, we do this out of, I think it's like my therapy in a way, you know, it's good to sit down and talk about something deep that, you know, does impact my life, but also, you know, from the emails I get and from the, the text messages and the, the Facebook messages, you know, other people are not being helped, but I, I feel like we're, we're opening conversations that might not exist otherwise for some people. Yeah. Yeah. I would think so. Um, so that's, that's what I think we could yeah. do going ahead in 2016 is think about how does the show help people, Thomas? <laughs> <laughs> how do we help people live their best life now? Well, we can give advice. We can give, uh, we can talk about sort of, you know, like, like the meta issues involved of saying Donald Trump's a racist, you know? Right. Like it doesn't have to be, uh, you know, it's not it's not Dr. Phil here, you know. You can't slap peanut butter on a raccoon and call it a squirrel. Yeah. Yeah, we're definitely not gonna go to Dr. Phil. <laughs> he makes I a lot of money though. <laughs> yeah. I know, that's the thing. Yeah, that's like I, I think maybe too some people don't realize how much we we resist doing a lot of things that we know might actually make our show perform better. Yeah, we're, we're like that band that, that wants to stay indie so much that right. they can't pay for the gas to the next gig. Yeah, yeah. But no, I mean, there there have been things that have come across and, you know, people advertisements and sponsorships and those types of things that, oh, you know, we could have made 500 bucks here and there. But is that really worth changing kind of, like you said, the, the dynamic of the show? Because then we'd have to have a 90-minute show and we'd have to have three segments broken up by three advertisements. Uh, you know, kind of that typical podcast format which is not bad and i'm not against that certainly if it was making you know five grand a show like some podcasts make but that isn't that's not why i do this but it could be so if you have if you want to pay us five <laughs> grand a show i know right just, uh, yeah go to thinking.fm slash sponsor i'm telling you man we uh and, and, that, uh, and that's the other thing you know I'll, I'll i'll stop being fourth wally here but um yeah, I look at what other podcast people do, whether it's, you know, Mark Marin or, or something like Twit, which is a podcast network about tech, or 5x5 or Relay.fm, which is a great uh, podcast network about technology stuff and lifestyle kind of geek stuff. And I listen to a lot of their shows, but they're all sponsored by Casper, MailChimp, Squarespace, you know, those things. Um, and they're all kind of in the same format. And... That's not necessarily bad, but uh, I also think you know what I'm. We're ooh, the conversations we have on here are so much more in depth, and I think so much more valuable. Um, you know, we're not talking about the Apple Pencil being kind of weird to charge for thirty minutes, um, and that tech show is making five grand an episode, <laughs> whereas right. we're getting told not to drop the fourth wall by listeners, and it's like, come on, you know, like. Ugh. Dog on it, we're good. So why aren't 
Why are we being validated that way? And then it's like, well, that's not how you want to find validation. But it would be nice to be able to, you know, pay the mortgage every month with that. So, yeah, I don't know. It's the internal struggle of the artist, right? Right, exactly. So, <laughs> so uh, support your indie podcast. <laughs> we'll send you a tote bag. Yeah. Um, so, all right. So let's let's actually think about this past year. Um, I, I think it's been a big year for our share, right? I mean, we we kind of started everything back up at the beginning of the year, and we went for basically the entire year, right? And we took a little bit of time off, you know, a week or two of Thanksgiving, and then a, a week or so at Christmas. But that's really it, right? Yeah, um, yeah. It's been we've gone straight through, so it's been you know, kind of a haul. Um, been hard to get the scheduling to work sometimes, but um, this is our longest, most consistent period of doing the show since we, you know, kind of pseudo started it, or we really started it, but we weren't that consistent, you know, four years ago, whenever, when we did start it. Yeah, and I, I don't think we really. I don't know. I mean, it was fun and I, I enjoyed it, but I didn't, it wasn't like something I necessarily looked forward to. You know, I had this other plan for it to be, you know, like a serial type thing where, okay, well, this is going to make this much money and this is the amount of work I can put into it. But when I'm done, I'm going to put it on the shelf, just like these Star Wars toys. And I'm going to leave it in the box and, you know, cause it might be valuable later on. So I don't want to open these toys just yet. So, you know, they're sitting here in the, in the plastic. Um, Whereas this year, I feel like we took the toys out of the box and we, we get to play with them a little bit. That's a great metaphor. That is a great metaphor, yeah. <laughs> no feedback. <laughs> People are, are listening in their cars right now and they're like crying and they're like, Thomas, validate that statement. Um, but, and, and I'm just going to let that one sit for a minute. <laughs> but it's been validated um, by the stats that that we've seen. So, you know, every month over month, it's gone up. Um, and that's great. You know, and that's, I don't care if we have 10,000 people listening to us, but you know, the fact that a number of our shows were, you know, in the thousands this year is a, a much more of a positive step than we've seen. And, and just in terms of, of, uh, stats, but not that that drives anything. And I, I don't, I don't think we're the type of show that changes things up because, you know, oh, viewership is down this month, so we've got to add in the the female character kind of kind of thing. Um, All right, so um, I don't know. Like, so what was your what was your favorite show that we did? The Charleston show was hard. Um, I just yeah. gotten back from Dallas. Uh, Dallas, yeah, it was Cooperative Baptist Fellowship National Convention, and I was still jet lagged. Um, and Charleston had just happened, I believe. Yeah. And, uh, and that was actually our, our most listened to show by far. Um, but also I'm looking back here over the year, the, uh, the stuff that we did about the religion department thing, like, you know, in religion departments with, and with professor Schroeder and, and, uh, that interview, that was fun, and those were great, and that was a great interview. Um, I don't feel like we got to really dig down enough into it. I mean, even though we spent a whole what like right. month on it, basically, but it yeah. still felt like there was uncovered ground. So I, I think it was either the Charleston stuff, or you know, the, the fun that we had with the GOP debates was was great. Um, 
Hmm. Yeah, well, I think Let's the um, to me the debates was a lot of fun. That was when I was kind of listing things out. That was definitely like I felt like our most interactive, right? So we had people. I mean, afterwards, like after we did the first one, like, hey, are you doing bingo for the you know for the next debate and all this? Yeah, right. um, and people, you know, saying like, hey, are you going to live tweet this debate? And um, so it's a lot of fun, right? I mean, there are people kind of wanting that and kind of wanting our you know humor perspective, whatever we have to offer. Um, so that was a lot of fun, and that's. I only imagine that's just going to keep ramping up as we get, you know, we're in election year now, right? I mean, this is, this is finally, we're here. feels like the election cycle started two years ago, but we're finally in election year, right? Coming up in November. So I think that's only going to grow mainly because that's just what you and I are interested in. Um, so I think, yeah, I think we had Carrie Schroeder on. I think that was the, one of the best conversations we had. She's just obviously super sharp, right? I mean, we, we, I knew this already, but, you know, sent her the you know link to get into the show notes and she just kind of flooded them with all of her information it was just great stuff you know oh, so, yeah that was fantastic you know super prepared which is <laughs> I like still great i'm still catching up on that <laughs> right but that's great and a guest because you know sometimes like we don't have guests on very often but we have in the past and and you know generally they're great but you know a lot of times you can get guests and they're just like oh yeah i'm here to like i'll just answer your questions um and you know carrie like clearly prepared and was there to just have a conversation with us. So I think that was, that was a lot of fun to do. And I think maybe one of our best conversations, right? And because often we don't have other voices besides just ours. So that's probably what helped it too. <laughs> right. Yeah, that was good. Um, but I, I just went down the list here. The uh, one we did on gun violence, it was gun violence and cultural fragmentation episode. I mean, what number it was. That was, it was a long show. It was yeah, an hour and a half. But I remember we both kind of got like uh, it was episode forty-eight. We both got you know pretty heated at the end, um, and it, it it kind of went into this uh, raw kind of feedback, and it was it was a, a very healthy conversation I think. But you said at the end uh, that. The show, uh, quote, shows our humanity, which I thought was um, kind of a good tagline for that and, and for the show in general. But um, right, yeah, it was that was a, a very fun conversation. Yeah, not at the time, but right, yeah, yeah. No, that's and I think we have a you know we we, we I like kind of how we vacillate between you know we'll hit kind of high newsworthy type things, but also trying to have these deeper conversations, and then sometimes just switch gears completely, right? I mean. Uh, like with Baltimore and stuff like that, um, and have you know tough, honest public conversations about you know issues that you know a lot of people are the rest of the world, like we as a world or as a society, are dealing with. Um, and we're that, afraid to have, I think. Right. Yeah. So yeah, the, the most listened to show was episode forty-five, uh, religion and the GOP debates. What to expect? So this was the bingo card episode um, that ended up on like Rolling Stone and. <laughs> kind of got passed around so that, that was fun um and we had a lot of people interacting there we had a yeah it was like a record facebook shares and all that stuff too just yeah. looking at those stats that's pretty cool um and that was i think we spent the whole oh yeah because i was in the closet <laughs> something <laughs> something was my office was being used or something so i i was at home and i and yeah and our, our kids were here so I had to go uh, go to our, our closet in our bedroom, and it ended up sounding 
amazing because of all the clothes and everything. Right. So I was like, wow, I should do this more often. <laughs> but yeah, that was, and and we didn't know if we were going to record. And anyway, we just kind of threw together something at the end and it ended up being the best one. So there you go. Our second top uh, show of the year was episode 41 back in July. And it was uh, Our Religion Department's Doomed. Um, we talked about marriage and oh, that was the whole thank a dove thing too. <laughs> oh yeah, thank a dove. Wow, That's that right. was that was a long time ago. That's a long time ago. It was yeah, twenty episodes ago. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I mean, I think, but that goes in that, like you know, that the way the conversation with Carrie Schroeder and you know, there's a there's a lot there that a lot of people are kind of interested in is kind of the you know the plight of the humanities right now and. You know all of that, um, so I think it kind of plays into that. And obviously, a lot of people that are in my situation or similar situations, like trying to get jobs in religion departments or something like that, are <laughs> asking this question: like, is the field I've chosen doomed, and yeah, should I right. get out now? Right. So, yeah. I th- and I think it's interesting because the third most listened to show was the Charleston show. So it was Charles uh, Charleston Confederate and Climate, and that was back in June. That was episode uh, thirty-nine, and. W- we spent a long time on climate change because the Pope was coming out with his encyclical as well. Right. Um, so I think it's interesting that the three top shows are kind of the three themes from our show this year, you know, with the GOP debates or just the race in general. And then uh, the religion department stuff going on with, um, you know, uh, universities shutting down religion departments, as well as that wonderful interview with Professor Schroeder. And then the third thing being kind of the, the cultural tension between not just climate change and you know kind of police violence or racism or or you know confederate flags and all of that but just that kind of tension that really i think defined 2015 um and you know the rise of donald trump and the the bernie sanders movement and these kind of polarizing uh things that happen um you know uh, the the supreme court decision uh for for uh, right. marriage equality and the conf- the Confederate flag coming down here in South Carolina and in a number of places across the uh, across the southern U.S. So I think th- that's really interesting. You know, it wasn't the uh, you know kind of the the one off shows. It was those big three themes that I, I think kind of defined religious studies uh, in-, in terms of culture uh, in twenty fifteen that that showed up there. Yeah, no, I think that's right. And it kind of tells us a little bit about what people were thinking about, what they were interested in this past year. You know, I'm, I I always like looking at that. Um, and you know, I try not to read too much into it, but kind of, you know, what are people searching? What are they clicking on? Like, you know, it gives you an idea of, yeah, I guess you can kind of you try to you do your SEO max, you know, optimization. Safe is like what that. I do every day. <laughs> <laughs> right. But, but if you don't think about it from that, but you think about kind of like, what are the questions people have right now? Exactly. Um, I How think can we help people, Thomas? You're right. How can we help them uh, with these questions they have? But I think that's an interesting way to look at it. Not because we necessarily want to say, oh, that's what people are searching on Google for. So that's what we're going to talk about. But, and that like the things we're in, you know, we're interested in the same things a lot of other people are interested in too. And, you know, I think one of the, like, we're just having a public conversation about it. Whereas a lot of people are, you know, I think having this similar conversations on their own, right. With their friends over text and email and, you know, family members at Thanksgiving, though probably not often. But you know, um, it's it's the reason why Google doesn't do like a top ten or you know year right. in review. They they do the the zeitgeist, right? 
And that's kind of what this is, I think. You know, it's, it's kind of showing the zeitgeist of, of what people were thinking about in terms of, you know, maybe not pure religion, but how religion interpolates and, and interacts with uh, American culture, at least. And and that's another thing in, in 2015. I mean, we are we are both Caucasian, cisgendered males, <laughs> um, you know, who come from Christian faith. And uh, so we, we come at these things from a, a very specific viewpoint. And when we call the show Thinking Religion, I've had people comment on that too. Like, well, why don't you talk about Buddhism? Or why, you, why don't you talk about Hinduism or, or Islam? And I think we talk about some of those. I mean, especially Islam. Yeah. Like well, we do talk about Islam uh, a, a decent amount, yeah. Right. Um, so, I, you know, yes. I, I don't know if 2016, if we should be that concerned with, with trying to be more... I don't know, comprehensive in terms of covering what's happening in Myanmar. Um, because most of our listenership and most of my body of knowledge is, you know, U.S. related, uh, and specifically right. Christian. Uh, so, I don't know. If, if you guys uh, and ladies and, and, and if you people. I guess. And non-binary. <laughs> if, if Non-gender conformists. I'll, I'll use the Obama term. If folks out there... Uh, right. Have, have thoughts on that let us know because that's something i'm always interested in and i'm always kind of sensitive to here on the show and I've, I've never really talked about that but just whether or not you know we're being too exclusive but i don't know if there's a whole hell of a lot we can do about it right i mean i guess i guess the benefit though like maybe the one smart thing we do is we do try to talk about what we know and you know i think it's good sometimes to get out of your comfort zone but also we don't want to make statements and pronouncements about what's going on in Myanmar, um, yeah. neither of us being experts. Well, it, it's like when you listen to uh, things you should know or things you missed in history class, and it's it's someone just reading a script, you know, <laughs> and they have a rotating cast of, of people doing that podcast, and it's not as if they have a professor of history or, you know, whatever, coming in and doing, you know, a podcast about Abraham Lincoln. They're just reading the Wikipedia page. Um, not to say that they don't do research, blah, blah, blah. But right. Yeah, here I think you know you and I come from different points of view on some things, but we we come from, um, you know, we, we're both educated. I mean, you're far more educated than I am now, but you know, we're both educated people who who think deeply about this, and we're not just reading a script. So, all right, my favorite title I was looking back over the shows from this year um, was Jesus on the Kinsey Scale. Yeah, for sure, that was good. And you, you know, our listeners may not know, so we're going to break the fourth wall again, um, Thomas. It's super hard to come up with show titles. Sometimes it's like perfect and it's right there. You know exactly what it's going to be before you even start the show. But a lot of times we're in the show and we're like, that was great. Now, what are we going to call it? <laughs> yeah. And um, we try to write down things like on our show notes. Right. We'll, uh, so Jesus on the Kinsey scale was a lot of fun. We talked about pansexuality. We talked about sex in the Bible. Um, so yeah, that, that was, one. you know, that was a fun show. But I think I think that was our best title. That was so, good. Um, well, all right, so, uh, sorry, do you have anything else? I was going to say, let's look ahead. Well, I was going to say, uh, what was your, well, I guess we kind of covered that. I was going to say, like, favorite, I don't know, theme or, or, or something that we kept going back to. Because we, we, we tried a few things, like the hashtag, and then we, we tried, you know, we were playing around with the bingo card thing. Like, what was your favorite shtick? All right, favorite shtick. That's a good um, segways. I don't know. <laughs> segways. Yeah, I don't know. Um, 
Yeah, no, I mean, the bingo card was fun, but it was also kind of like, and we did it twice, right? But then it was, like, what else are we going to, like, we know what to expect now. I mean, um, we know what not to expect in a Democratic debate. Like, you're not going to get any of this. So Yeah, right. Um, yeah, it only worked for the first one. Right. Uh, so it worked really great for that. Um, you know, I don't know. It's, and two, and then it's, it seemed like, and not that people were following us, or whatever, but it was like everybody had a bingo card for every debate this year. And yeah, it's like, okay, that's <laughs> right. That's fine, and it's fun, and it keeps people engaged. You know, and for once, we we weren't influenced by, you know, Politico or someone who who also did that. Like we really did come up with the idea, kind of on the fly, of hey, we should make a right. bingo card. That'd be fun. Yeah, and they were just like, okay, good, let's do a show and let's talk about what would be on the bingo card, yeah. and that's what we did. <laughs> right. So that's how um, magic happens. Exactly. Uh, so that I mean that was a lot of fun, right? I mean I you know had a lot of good conversations with people afterward about that. Um, so I wouldn't mind doing that again. Maybe making if you know a few more versions of the card. You know we did like two, but maybe okay. we could do a couple more versions. Yeah, what I thought about doing was having a bingo card that anyone could come get at any time. That wasn't necessarily time related to something like a, you know Sunday morning bingo card. Like what what do you hear in your church? And the first person to get bingo, like, you know, gets a shout out or something. Um, and, it, it, you know, it could go the whole year and you might not hear, you know, someone in your pulpit say pansexuality, but you right. might hear someone in your Sunday school say it. Oh, check it off. Uh, I don't know. Something like that might be fun. Yeah, that could be fun. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, Sunday school bingo. Yeah, right. And it, it would encourage people to go back to Sunday school. <laughs> Right. Thomas. That's, yeah, that's what we need, right? Need more people in church on Sunday. <laughs> yep. Uh, um, yeah, so I don't know. I mean, the bingo card, the bingo cards are, were fun. Um, uh, it, it, was, it was a lot more, inter- you know, it got a lot of interaction. Um, and that's always fun. You know, we like hearing from everybody. So so as, as the new Fox News poll rolls across my Twitter stream, it says Donald Trump leads the GOP, GOP filled with 39%. Ted Cruz in second at 18%, and Rubio's in third with 11%. What do you think 2016 holds for for this show, Thomas? You've already hinted at that a little bit with your talk about politics. but Well, I mean, there's going to be more talk about politics. There has to be. Um, so, you know, I don't know. Maybe at some point we'll change the name from thinking religion to something else so that we can, <laughs> like, just do politics if we want to. And sometimes we just do that anyway. As yeah, you, yeah uh, I've given up on trying to keep um, it to religion but but also i mean there's there's so much going on right now at this kind of intersection of religion and politics too that like we could do a show on that every single week if that's what we wanted to do right and there's always somebody saying something someone invoking you know uh some you know religious tradition or something like that um and it's always interesting to kind of see how that is at you know how that works right you know how it's going how it's working rhetorically kind of what's going on with issues of power and things like that and identity um so i, I imagine we're going to continue to talk about that type of stuff because it interests us and we're getting close to an election year and it's going to be i think as interesting or even more interesting when we begin when it gets you know narrowed down and we begin to see kind of a general election turn in the election I mean, right, Hillary's already done it. The last debate was pretty obvious that she, you know, it was she gave a general election debate, not a primary debate. Um, but, you know, when we kind of really see them, you know, see the two parties going back and forth um, at one another, kind of head to head, 
I think we're going to get some really interesting stuff there as well that is you know relevant to what we talk about here on the show. Um, so I think that's going to be really interesting to watch. Yeah, I, I think so too. Also, I think the attitude of, of things like Facebook and Twitter feels or felt so much more negative in 2015 than before. You know, like like the people talk about the web being nasty, or whatever. And I've always been a techno optimist. Um, but you know, but there are times this year where I thought, like, why am I participating in Facebook when every time I go there and I click on like a news article, especially like a local news article, um, whether it's about the Confederate flag or flooding or this or that, or this morning there was a an article about from Vox about people driving in the left lane and how dangerous that is. Uh, Even if you're going the speed limit, you know, it's a passing lane. All 50 states have laws against doing that. Like, get over. And just the comments and the the arguments were so, like, vile and nasty. (laughs) It was, you know, not that it was a a, a small topic, but come on. Like, it's it's a traffic thing. Like, we don't have to get into, go back to Somalia, you know, you you terrible person type language. Um, So I, I wonder... As, you know, we continue down that path of, of being online and being social and carrying out interactions there and the changing nature of our communications, whether it's, you know, sarcasm through emoji or just, you know, what is sarcasm anymore? Does sarcasm exist because, you know, we're going going to pictographs rather than, you know, full, full sentences? Um, how that's going to really interact with these conversations um, you know, that, that people clearly are interested in, um, you know, about deeper issues and where are people going to go that, that want to have that deeper conversation? Because I don't think places like Facebook and Twitter are going to be seen as, as that place. Um, right. Like, well, like that's they have of, been in the past. That's kind of what we talked about with Trump was that Trump is the symptom, right? Like people are talking about the Trumpification of this or that and that he's made kind of this acceptable or that acceptable and and to some degree has, right? I think I think maybe, you know, some kind of everyday people have become a little bit more bolstered um, in their, you know, feeling that it's okay to say whatever racist thing they're thinking that they wouldn't have said before because they knew they would have been ostracized. Now they can say it because, you know, they're like a patriot or something. Um, but I think largely what you're saying is right in that Trump is just uh, a symptom of kind of where we are right now as a society. Uh, I don't think it's a very uh, pretty place. Um, I think there are a lot of horrible aspects of it, and I think we need to improve. Um, so, yes, I think you're right, Sam. This is how we will help people. So we will we will uh, be part of the, uh, the, the answer to that, and that we will provide the place for, hopefully, um, good in-depth discussion. Do we have a good one planned for next week, too? So with you know, talking about violence and stuff like that, which I think is going to be really interesting um, to kind of start the year off on a bang. <laughs> Give you a hint there. Yeah. Oh, God, that was terrible. That was good, though. <laughs> now, the, the question is if we're going to try to squeeze all that into 22 minutes or not. Yeah, that I don't know. I mean, I guess... <laughs> the size yeah, matter, Thomas. The size matter. I don't know. Um, I don't think I can appropriately answer that question for you. Um I don't know. I mean, that's the question is obviously we've gone longer than 22 minutes today already. <laughs> Sorry. 
Yeah. Uh, we neither of us really been watching the time. Um, I don't know. I mean, I you know, there's a part of me that says like, hey, let's let's see what people want. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I don't ever look at the stats. You do. I don't know if the stats have gone down since we've the, uh, switched. The people like the shorter shows or not. But yeah. I do think there's something to being able to have a, a more in depth conversation. Um, even if it switches from topic to topic or something like that. Um, well, nuance is so important, you know, and, right. and we miss that in our Facebook conversations or in our 140 character debates. Um, and we, we aren't allowed the space to hammer out an issue. So there have been times when I go into a podcast with you where I have this one opinion and I see the topics and I think, okay, well, you know, here's my talking points. Let me get ready because I know Thomas is going to say this. So I need to be able to say this. Um, you know, or I'll go look something up real quick to have right. some quotes to throw at you. But as we talk about it and as we interact with each other over the course of an hour, I'm given the, the opportunity to change my mind on something. And you can't do that in 20 minutes. You know, even if right. it's even if it's one topic, even if we just say today we're going to talk about Abraham Lincoln. Um, I mean, you can get a surface level, but that's not even a whole college class, you know. Um, right. Yeah. So I, I think nuance is valuable and i think people are willing to pay for that and i don't mean go to thinking.fm slash donate and, and pay us but you could i mean pay with your attention so we're just like the politicians dropping our urls now right and we're debates. <laughs> i'm like john Kasich. yeah um or no was that was that him or who was that dropping his url all oh, no, three of the democrats it, did yeah the, the democrats debate. i was so disappointed <laughs> <It was> o'malley <laughs> poor guy he could be president he's a good guy he would be president in a, in a movie. He, yeah, that's 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 about all he all he could do. I, think. <laughs> I like him. Um, I like him just fine too. But he does not seem to have the the uh, persona or the personality to actually make it. He's Bill Hader. I don't know who Bill Hader is. No, Will Forte. He's Will Forte. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From uh, SNL or Last yeah. Man on Earth. Great show, by the way. Binge watched it. Now I'm caught up, and I'm sad because there are no new ones. Um, and he's got a great beard on the show. But yeah, I, I think nuance is, is going to be currency that, that people are, are willing to, you know, exchange. And and I think if we can have that space for people to come in and say, hey, we're going to talk about this. We're going to be a little irreverent. Um, but we're going to have a conversation and you get to listen to that. And if you want to participate in that, there are ways for you to do that. Thomas is at Thomas Whitley on Twitter, um, at Sam Harrelson on Twitter, or you can email us. Sam at thinking.fm. Uh, or if you just want to listen and you want to have that in your own theater of the mind, that's fine. But I think that ties in with why you and I would never do a, a video show like this. And we've talked about this before, too. And people have written in and said, hey, when are you guys doing video? Because video is hot. Um, I don't ever want to do a video podcast or whatever that's called. Because I think it takes away from the theater of the mind aspect of talking about religion in a cultural context. Yeah, not to mention you have to get dressed. <laughs> yes, that, and you have to get your computer right so that your double chin doesn't show. Exactly. Yeah, and it's oh, it's so horrible. You yeah. have to shave that part of my chest where it connects with my beard. <laughs> yeah, you got to make sure the background looks good and scholarly. That's right? like, true. Like okay, if the I turn it this way, I can see like you know, bookshelves behind me or, you know, whatever. When I, I do webinars every now and then with clients and, uh, yeah, that's intimidating. So I'm like, oh, here's my big South Carolina flag that people like that. I'll, 
<laughs> right? I'll use that as my backdrop in my office. Yeah. Hello, Waylon. Our puppies came to say hello. Um, but I think I'll, I'll shut up on this. But I think people—he's licking the microphone. I think people listen to the show because they want that, like they want that new nuanced debate, but also because they they enjoy the back and forth and our arguments and our agreements. Um, and and I think you learn a lot from people when you listen to them. Not that people are learning things from us, but I'm saying like. <laughs> because we're having a conversation. I don't mean on this show necessarily. <laughs> in my in my own little mind, I it, it it doesn't matter what I say as long as I say it with inflection. To quote Blues Traveler, yeah. um, I love that line. But because we're having this conversation, we're making people stop and slow down and think about a topic. You know, it, it's not just background podcasts like Serial. You know, and not to knock them, but I think. You know, you can put that on in the background and, you know, kind of go with it and you can do your work. But, I, but I've had people tell me our show is not like that and you can't just put it on in the background and let it go. Um, you know, you've got to you've got to actively uh, you have to be participating, whether you're listening or, 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 you know, yelling or whatever. So active learning, we call it active listening. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I, I think that's I think that's beautiful. And we can do that in 20 minutes if you want. But I I don't know. I'd rather have the the people that want to listen for an hour who understand what we're trying to do with nuance. Sorry, I'm just uh, writing down some quotes so I don't forget them. <laughs> and and I'm 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 being completely honest. Like having to prepare for a 25 minute show is work. You know, and like it is so much more work than doing an hour long show. <laughs> yes, there are times so when you're like, hey, work. can you do a show today? And I'm like. You know, I could, but I don't want to because I know it's going to be another hour ahead of time. And then I'm going to have to do the show and it's going to be two hours of post work on it. And I had that much time today because I'm not billing, but I don't feel like it because <laughs> it's too much work. Um, whereas, you know, I don't know, early in the year when we were doing hour, hour and a half, two hour long shows, it was, well, I'm, I'm getting in the car to drive. I can call Thomas and record this on my phone and we can just, you know, it, it didn't feel like work. Right. If that makes sense. Yeah. I didn't say like, uh, I got to schedule this. I got to put this on the calendar. It's kind of like, oh, hell yeah. Let's, let's sit down and talk on Skype for an hour. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but I think that's the thing that people like about the show, right? Is that, uh, and that's what, that's how I've always built the show to other people is basically Sam and I here record on our conversations. What, what did so, your wife call it? What did she call it? I don't remember. <laughs> but like, I was I was texting uh, you your wife <laughs> um, on Christmas Eve and was like, by the way, sorry if I'm intruding on your Christmas Eve. And she was like, you know you're as much a part of the family as I am. <laughs> oh. I was like, yeah. That was nice. Yeah. And that's what, that's what my wife says all the time. Who are you texting? Sam. All the time. <laughs> I was like, well, yeah, your wife's like, God, I hate stuff him. stuff to talk about. <laughs> My wife's like, please, you know, please go let him talk to you for two hours about this so he doesn't have to talk to me for two hours about this. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, she definitely don't want to talk to me about what we talk about. So well, that's what I told Mary. You know, I'm like, like, if, if I'm not doing that with Thomas, it's going to come out somewhere. And you don't want to have to sit, sit down at the dinner table and listen to me ramble on for an hour and a half about this stuff. So it's good. Uh, it's good. Cheap therapy. Exactly. Well, it's not really cheap at the bandwidth anymore, but yeah. 
That's well, the other thing, so, people. Like uh, yeah. last thing with the show, bandwidth is way up. That's good. That's a good sign. I keep complaining about it, but it it's not something I'm resentful about because uh, means people are not just visiting the site, but they're listening to the site. So uh, when you click play in the browser, if you're in your on the internet and you click play, that costs me money. So that's fine. Do that if if that's how you listen to the show. <laughs> But if you were to subscribe using something like Apple Podcast or Overcast or Pocket Cast or there's Stitcher dozens, Stitcher, uh, iTunes, whatever, that really helps <laughs> because that's not that's not bandwidth directly from us. That's a download, which you know it's, it probably works out to be about the same, but it's easier to track and all that kind of stuff too on on our end, and it costs us less money. So and it's easier for you, right? I mean, all you have easier. to do is yeah, and you, yeah, the, it's right. just the show's there when you want to listen to it. So and I think that that transition. Uh, is is why some people want the short shows because they listen to it in the browser, whereas yeah. people that like the long shows listen to it via subscription or via an app or whatever, where they download it. Um, which is honestly the type of listener I'd rather have, <laughs> but um, you know it's a balance. Uh, well, so I mean, I guess we'll we'll put the fourth wall back up now. Um, boop, 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 boop. But if there are, um, you know, particular topics or themes that you're interested in hearing us discuss, uh, if you have ideas or something like that, or just general feedback, we do enjoy getting it. Um, the negative stuff is fine too, I suppose. Um, but you know, give it, you know, let us know. Give us some feedback. Um, find me on Twitter at Thomas Whitley. You can find Sam at Sam Harrelson. Um, this is obviously a very kind of loose show today. We're just kind of looking back at the year, kind of, you know, doing as a lot of people do at this time of, you know, this arbitrary point in time, um, you know, that we're calling the new year. Uh, you know, it gives us an opportunity to kind of stop and reflect and, you know, think about what things look like going forward, what, you know, what this uh, year brought, what it might bring. And so we're just trying to do that here in this one little corner of our lives that is thinking religion. Um, so, you know, thanks for letting us do that or not. We did it anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> if they're still listening, you don't have to apologize. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, so I'm, I'm thinking as I'm going through all of this, that like, maybe we're becoming a little bit more hostile to our listeners. Like whatever, we're doing what we want to do. Screw you. <laughs> well, you know, I think that's good because you don't want to be beholden to your listeners. No, we're not going to sell out. Right. Well, you, you know, it's. We we don't want to sell our children to white slavers, to quote George Lucas. <laughs> oh yeah, that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I had to sneak that in somewhere on the show because yeah, my jaw dropped. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so anyway, um, we do have some. I think we have some other stuff planned. Um, you know, come out through the year. Um, we do have a conversation that I'm going to guess is going to take longer than 22 minutes next week uh, when we're talking about um, Christians and violence. Um, so, you know, be looking forward to that. I think that's going to be a really good, uh, conversation, um, that I think is, you know, it's, there's been some stuff going on, uh, in the blogosphere lately that's kind of bubbled up, but, uh, you know, so, some like deep issues here that I, I think there's a lot of kind of tentacles to this conversation that a lot of the, um, like blog posts and stuff are not dealing with. So we're going to, we're going to try to nail down some of that and, and look at that from a different angle and maybe, you know, kind of 
as gun control is continuously in the news, as President Obama has basically said, you know, recent this week that he's going to take some uh, steps on his own, some executive action to address some aspects of gun control. Oh yeah, that's true. Um, you know, it's it's something a lot of people are thinking about, and I think there's a there's a strong relationship between. Um, the lack of gun control in this country and the relationship uh, with between that and um, like Christian understandings of violence. So, you know, so we're going to try to hit, try to get into some of that next week. It might take longer than just one show, but uh, so that's what you're going to look for uh, to look forward to next week. Um, thank you for being loyal listeners. We do not take it for granted um, that we are doing this show, not to appease any person in particular, uh, we don't take for granted that you listen to us, so we do thank you for that. Yeah. Um, we hope that 2016 only brings um, bigger and better things uh, for us and also for you. Um, but big things in store for us, that'll come out too later in the year. Um, and you, you want to have the last word, Sam? Yeah, thank you. It's a heck of a year and uh, heck of a job, Thomas. <laughs>